13 years ago, before I started my first company, I remember I met this serial entrepreneur who told me, Alex, uh, like, startup life is the business world's equivalent of extreme sport. It's all in. And I just remember thinking back to that statement some time ago, realizing how true it is. You start with a great idea, and you work passionately and tirelessly to make that dream come true. You think about your company all the time, you obsess about it, and you worry about it. I would almost say like a parent worrying about their baby. Like, your product is not working, your website is down, sales efficiency is dropping, your product launch is delayed, a VC just pulled the swimsuit, and I could go on. Most people, I think, that choose to become founders, they naturally possess a high level of work ethics and, and, a, and a high level of mental robustness that allows them to go through this thrilling yet all-consuming journey. And uh, I also think that of myself. Still, some years ago, I found myself in a situation where I was faced with an increasing number of things that I had to deal with. And uh, it really reached a point sometime where it started spiraling in my mind and I began worrying about worrying in itself um, until one very, very random evening. I was out drinking a beer with a friend of mine who suddenly asked me a very simple question. But Alex, isn't your job to worry? Like, aren't you getting paid to worry about getting things done? And while this might sound like a very, very simple set of questions, I can tell you, it totally ended up changing my perception of the situation, and it sent my stress levels down almost immediately. From like a situation where every time I was met with a challenge or a worry, I started stressing up, uh, out about it. I began putting it into the mental box. Your job is to worry. This is a very natural reaction. Basically, the way I started thinking about it was that as if I'd created a shelf inside my mind with a mental box. So every time I, I, I was faced with a new challenge, a new worry, I took them and I put and I parked them in that box on that shelf that said, your job is to worry. Later I learned that this concept of uh, rewiring your brain actually had a name, creating mental models. And I have to admit, at first, I, I thought it sounded like a really, really abstract concept. And really, it's probably something that most of us have done or are doing in some way or the other. But maybe, just like me, without being actively aware of it. So after I learned about the concept of creating mental models and, and having seen how powerful it can be in a very fast-paced environment, I started exploring the concept even further. And I started creating other types of mental models for other types of situations that made me feel like more and more equipped to take on harder challenges. And it really dawned on me that probably one of the most powerful skills we as human beings have is our ability to control our brain's way of perception by creating mental models and changing like and, and setting things in other perspectives or seeing things in other perspectives. Another way I really started to look at it was like, since I, had, since I was a little kid, I had essentially been looking at the entire world through a set of lenses, like my perception. And now that I, was I, I wasn't actually aware that I'd been looking through the world through a set of lenses, but the fact that I was not now aware of that enabled me to like take, them on, take them off and put on the set of lenses that would best allow me to deal with a certain kind of, uh, of situation.
This ability to change your lenses is, uh, as a founder, is in my view extremely important because you are working and operating in an environment where you are constantly being bombarded with things that you need to act on. And while being an employee, you typically only see and work with the, with the challenges related to either your position or to your department. As a founder, I think most of you can testify to that. All the shit from all areas of the company, they will reach your table. So it's really important that because you can't really work on all challenges at once, so it's really important that you're able to park them momentarily while working at them one at a time. Another type of mental model I would really have had to uh, had uh, like 13 years ago is related to the situation you as a founder encounter or face when you uh, learn about the name of a new competitor. Uh, I, uh, I still remember for the first many years as a founder, every time I learned about a new competitor I hadn't heard about before, like my first instinctive reaction was almost that of shock. And I really put that competitor on a pedestal. And it wasn't until like years later into my development that I actually learned and understood, had able to, I, I had seen that most of the competitors out there, they never really become actual threats. So I can honestly say today that whenever I hear the name of a new competitor in our space, I don't experience any kind of stressful reaction with him. Because I simply put it into the mental box saying, if you don't have competition, you're not in the right market. And by the way, game is on. Another kind of uh, mental model I also started using uh, some time ago was um, after we had been through a period without any major challenges. Yeah, that's, I know it's very unlike the startup world. And we then went into a, a phase and a period where there was a lot of things we had to solve. I just remembered that this, this big contrast initially actually called, caused me a lot of stress until I had to remind myself and I put it into the mental box which said um, that uh, if you want to change the world, it cannot and it will not be like a bed of roses. If you want to change the world, it will de facto entail solving complex and hard challenges along the way. So actually today, I can, I can say I'm truly excited whenever I face a really, really hard challenge. Because that must naturally entail that potential competitors will face them too. And so the harder the challenge, the more likely it is that potential competitors, they will die trying to solve that exact same challenge. While standing here talking about the power of mental models, it's also important to talk about uh, what they are not. And mental models are not about creating excuses for not solving or not dealing with problems or not taking care of yourself if you are actually overworked and overloaded. But it's about making sure that you have the right coping mechanisms, the resilience, so you incur the least amount of internal stress while going through the life as a founder. There is a common saying that starting a company, start, uh, starting up a startup, that's, uh, that's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And if you get worn out already after the first 5K, you will not make those 42 kilometers. So as founders, you know, we, can't, uh, we are going to face many, many obstacles, many challenges. We can change them, but we can change the lenses that we choose to put on. And also then, like, the mental energy that they end up consuming while we solve them. I also think it's important to stress that mental models are unique, 
an individual for every single person, and uh, you have to find your own for whatever type of situation you're facing. Also, they can't be taught. You need to train and practice them along the way, just like you don't learn to become a professional footballer by watching Premier League matches in television. So, <clears throat> while rounding off here, um, I would just say that my best piece of advice is when you face tough situations, be aware of the lenses that you are wearing. By being actively aware of that, you, are, you will be able to build your own mental models. And this is, in my view, one of the most powerful founder skills that will allow you not only to scale and succeed, but actually enjoy the ride at the same time. Thank you.